Hello and welcome to the Stoners Podcast. Uh, goes commercial, going commercial. Where are we going with on this one, Ty? I think goes commercial. I think commercial. I think we're like the Sims. The Sims goes commercial. All right. I would always, yeah. So uh, I'm your host, Buddy Scott, and uh, here's my co-host, Ty OG. Hey, how's it going? Also known as Tineapple Express. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any other ones right off the top of my head, but I can get to a couple more probably later. Don't don't use them all up. Save some <laughs> for the next episode. All right. Uh, so we're here to talk to you about commercials, and today specifically IKEA commercials. IKEA commercials. I brought one for you. I was the one who suggested this theme this week because I have an IKEA commercial that haunts my dreams. It plays on the inside of my eyelids when I whenever I close my eyes. I saw this commercial maybe four or five years ago now, and I still can't stop thinking about it. It's like a mystery box for me, so I'm very interested to see what you think. And what do you have for me? Um, I've got a, uh, like a pretty like one I just came across uh, when you told me the that we should do like a theme for this uh, of IKEA. But uh, uh, I really, yeah, I I'm pretty happy with this one. I had okay, to go so- deep digging pretty deep to find this one. So it sounds you're not as committed as I am because this commercial, like I say, if you ask, if you strike up a conversation with me at a party, I might mention the IKEA bathroom event commercial. So I have nothing. I have four years of things to say about it. I'm gonna go first if you don't mind this week. And so uh, just just stay tuned, and I'll play for you uh, the commercial for the IKEA bathroom event, and uh, you let me know what you think. So we just watched uh, the commercial that I've submitted, and that's the IKEA bathroom event commercial. I'm not sure what year it's from, um, but you can probably see that in the link. We do have the link there in the show notes, so I'd strongly, strongly encourage you to check it out before we start to talk about it. But if you don't, I'm pretty confident after you hear us talking about it, you're going to want to check it out just for how mind-blowing it is. So Scott, why don't you tell us what what we just saw? Um, well, yeah, it was just a, like a family in the bath. Well, it starts off with like a woman in the bath uh, bathroom, and she's just doing her hair and all that. And then her kid walks in, she starts doing, it, and then like another kid and another kid, and it's just eventually the whole family's into the whole entire washroom. Right. So uh, that's. And a- then the father walks in, and they all give him a weird look, and he just like shrugs and continues on. Okay, so the father come, walks in, and why do you think they're all giving him a weird look? Because you're you're hinging on now to what I'm I'm picking up on here. Well, I'm going to like I'm looking at the fact that he has a newspaper. He has a newspaper, and he's entered. Seems like the sinks are pretty preoccupied. Seems like this father has entered to have his morning constitutional, if if I can be delicate. And the whole family's there, and he is elected to just have a shit right in front of all of them. <laughs> That's clearly what has happened here. 
And then the, the voiceover says something like, Ikea's bathroom event brings you a bathroom that's made for everyone. Well, almost everyone. Because even the narrator ha- knows how messed up what is about to happen. <laughs> well, and, like, I-, I have it freezed on this one, on, like, the picture of the family looking at the dad. Like, it's just the family here, and the dad is not in this shot. And, like, yeah, the look on these kids' faces is almost a look of that they've been through this multiple times. Now, again, I think, uh, I think that the, uh, there's three kids and a mom. I don't, I don't, I think the eldest daughter is about 10, probably, because she has two younger siblings. You know, they seem to be a couple of years apart. I'd say uh, the, the oldest is about 13. About 13? I'd say 13, 8, 9, and uh, like about 4 or 5. And now, I'm not a girl, obviously, and I grew up in a house with all boys. I can tell you with all boys... Our dad did not shit in front of us. I don't know if it's different for girls. I certainly think, you know, there was a time when I was maybe a small, small child. I would find myself in the washroom with my parents. I feel like by the time I'm 13, it's too old unless you're just doing makeup. Oh, yeah. I think any age is too old if the father is the one. Maybe if it's like a child who's being potty trained. But the father should not be on the toilet. They're in front of his three in front of his at least prepubescent daughter. Um, the real answers to that is in the order of which they came in. Okay. So if, your theory. if he had come in first and had been on the toilet and then all of a sudden the kids came barging in, not so much of an, an issue. I would be worried about that 13-year-old daughter who came in and saw her father there on the toilet and elected to proceed into the room. I would think something has happened to that 13-year-old girl. She should probably (laughs) be seeing a therapist. Well, again, as I said earlier, like, the screenshot that I have uh, set on, um, like, I'll see if I can show you the screenshot. Um, Share screen. Share screen. So, yeah, uh, this screen that I have right now is just, like... And you're going to put this in the show notes. Okay, so let's describe each of their reactions individually. Soccer daughter, what do you think her face is saying? Um, like, as I said, I really her of all the ones is the one that I really got that look of. Oh God, not this again. I feel like she looks tough, like she's about to protect her siblings from something. I feel like she's probably about to go. She looked, she's holding that towel, but she's going to go over and cover her brother's eyes because that's the kind of girl she is. Okay, maybe. But again, because she's been through this before. Right, uh, definitely she's been through this before. She's the survivor. And now, okay, next younger daughter. What do you think her face is saying? Uh, she's got like a look of fear. That's right? the look of fear. Fear, a hundred percent that's a look of fear. That's someone who is terrified. Right. If that camera panned around and we saw uh, the girl from The Ring, I would be like, yes, that makes a hundred percent sense. If we, right. we're looking in this mirror now, if there's something that they see that we don't see because there's a reflection, no reflection in the mirror, I'm like, yes, I'm on board with this commercial. That makes sense. Also, it does make sense that she's about to see her father go for a shit. <laughs> okay, and now, young boy, what do you think? 
Well, okay, so I think this is more just about how the camera's, like, how he's moving his head in that angle, because I'm also looking at it. In the reflection, two, it's different, right? Two yeah. reflections in the mirror. And, like, I don't necessarily, like, it kind of looks like he's excited a bit, but then you kind of get the look in the reflection in the mirror, and it, like, when you kind of put those two together, it gives more of a, like, he's really shocked. That's exactly, I, I, I'm totally with you. There Even is like, he thinks this is not. With, without the mirror, it's, it's, it's a little bit weird. But with the mirror, it's definitely a look of shock. Again, I think soccer, I think his soccer sister is about to come over and protect him from this. Yeah. Uh, okay, and now what do you think mom thinks? Um, well, that one is the one. She's a little is. bit turned on, right? Exactly. She's fixing her brace a little, little bit. She's all she's into it. Little, Soccer she's mom. got a little smirk on she her face. She definitely has a little bit of a smirk. You, I, I guarantee you, she's about to tuck that strand of hair behind her ear. I Which guarantee it. Makes me kind of wonder if this wasn't a different video that was shot, and then they just, like, CGI'd. Like, they just, like. Put a voiceover? No, green screen the kids in. Oh. This may have been a more romantic-y type uh, thing, and then all of a sudden they're like, no, we got to put some kids in there too. And then they changed the whole entire script, but the actors weren't ready for it or something like that. Well, that would make – because it would still be – no wonder they had to put the kids in because they still are like, hey, this woman's getting turned on. Her husband's about to take a shit. <laughs> um, the, the, the newspaper under arm in the washroom is the international language version. Yeah. It really is. There's no, nothing else. I really thought about this a lot as well of, oh, maybe he's gone into like, I don't know, straighten those flowers. Maybe maybe we'd never see him like obviously go towards the toilet. So maybe – but no, there's no way in hell – they didn't have to give him the newspaper. They could have left it ambiguous. They could – as I said, this isn't even Inception because they don't even leave that top spinning. They tell you right out, this man is about to take a shit. I really, I, I can't stop thinking about it. What, how many decisions had to go into this? That actor had to be like, yeah, I'll come go in there carrying that newspaper. All those actors had to be there in that kit. I feel like some, I feel like the Hollywood Actors Union shouldn't have let those kids be on that set for what, what kind of stuff was about to happen. They should have had to hire uh, stand-ins or maybe they, maybe they did have to green screen in those kids. Maybe it's like in those shows where someone goes and swears in front of all the kids, but then that's not really what happened. They just took two shots. Maybe that's what's happening here. Oh, yeah. I bet you Santa Claus walked in. <laughs> that's not what I mean. Yet. Like, this is, this is like, uh, it just doesn't seem like the family is, like, it, I don't know. I would have a hard time getting behind being in this type of a shot unless this was a comedy, like, for com uh, comedic reasons. Uh, well, I wouldn't, you know, I, we go commercial all the time. I wouldn't mind it if we were going to, we were going to get paid for it, but it just seems like someone should have told them this is a terrible idea. Yeah. For or, like a way to show off a bathroom. And I'll even point out that the, the music is very upbeat. You heard it at the beginning of the podcast, even if you're not uh, watching it. Uh, there's a point where he's. It's a beautiful day, a wonderful day, the best you have ever seen. And then it comes up to another part where he goes, and go, go, go. And that's the part where the father just shrugs and decides <coughs> to proceed to the toilet. So even the, the, 
the narrate not the narration, but the mu- the soundtrack is encouraging this man to go. <laughs> I, I, I that that can't be uh, unintentional. That has to. They're clearly sending us a message here, and it's just, this man just shrugs. He's like, "Yeah, users of IKEA don't give a shit unless it's a part <laughs> of their kids." <laughs> Anyways, so that's I don't know. There's. Not that much else going on in this commercial. It's a fairly normal commercial until right at the end. And it does take you just at, like, a weird surprise. It's not like a a smack in the face type thing. It's just a little subtle thing that's there. But it is a little weird. It's definitely... For those children, I bet you it feels like a smack in the face. I bet you. Those poor kids. I'll never stop thinking about them. I think we should do a GoFundMe for those kids. (laughs) Anyway, so you have a commercial to show me as well. Also I do. from Ikea. Okay, so let's see what those scams are up with in Ikea this time. Okay, so here you go. This is called Corgi Dogs Are Not Just For The Queen. I found this on the Ikea UK website, like on their uh, channel. So, like, this was something that was in the UK. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, it was uh, published on May 31st, 2012. commercial i had chosen um and yeah what are your thoughts on that i guess okay so again i'll describe what what i saw for the people who are just listening on the podcast um so uh it was a commercial where uh featuring a beef eater most prominently uh beef eater like from the gin it's uh i think that's the right right thing to call them uh but they're the you know the guards of of the buckingham palace with the big big furry hats and they have to stay still they're not um they're not allowed to move. And it's a video of a beef eater standing at attention, and a lady walks by him, and he stays very stiff. And then as soon as she's out of sight, he uh, pulls de- pulls up from, I don't know where, a uh, hot dog, which I guess is the, the Ikea hot dogs that we all have. They're delicious. Uh, but in the UK, they must be called corgi dogs. And they're in, like, a cardboard wrapper that has, like, a little picture of a corgi. And so the text says, corgi dogs are not just for the queen. And then after our beef eater eats the the hot dog, there's, like, a mustard stain on his upper lip. And she just kind of stands there because he's not allowed to move and wipe it. And also, I guess he would get his gloves dirty if he tried. And uh, then it says... Uh, it says something like get your – no, uh, one is able to get them. Let me just double-check what this is. One can try a corgi dog in selected stores until the 10th of June. Right. So, and again, it's kind of a parody on the way – you know, the kind of a stilted way that the queen would speak in the third person rather than the first or second person. Uh, and I guess from this, it seems like maybe that the, the cardboard corgi decoration around that was just a limited-time thing in the U.K., uh, Ikea's. Okay. Yeah, so, like, yeah, it was, it, from, based off that commercial, I'm pretty sure this was just for the Queen's, uh, d- uh, Diamond Jubilee event. 
Okay. Uh, which was her 60th, which was to commemorate her 60th uh, year as uh, Queen of uh, England. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, it was also the year of the Summer Olympics in London as well. So it okay. was a kind of a double type thing. And that was why the whole entire, because the Queen is known for her love of corgi dogs. Right. And that's why they chose the corgi dog as the thing for um, their rapper and all that. And like, right, it right. was it was a selling point to sell their hot dogs. But yeah, I really like just like you with the newspaper. To me, where the hell did he get this hot dog? Oh yeah, I did notice that. Like, it's really one of those things of like, there's so many other places you could have had him grab a hot dog from, like. It could have been in like that could have been the thing that was in his beef eater or like some like but like it just came out of nowhere. Like it sure, just I think the like, beef eater is the whole thing, not the hat. But uh, oh, is I'm it? Not, I'm not sure. I really Maybe. might not even be that. Um, but anyways, we might be completely misusing it. But anyway, yeah, I agree. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's an IKEA anywhere nearby. Maybe there's. Maybe we're missing that there's an Ikea near Buckingham Palace, but that seems very unlikely because they're a huge retail square uh, footprint. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure where it could have – unless that lady gave one to him. Could that have been a dead drop that we just witnessed? Maybe. You know, she walked by. She kind of put it on like – I don't know, whatever like platters or – I assume in the U.K., they have just kind of like silver platters around for butlers if they're if they're there. So maybe she just placed one on, and he, he grabbed one off no, off of that. No, I'm looking at this, and she has a, a cell phone in her hand. Uh, she walks right by him. He kind of look takes a double look to make sure nobody else is coming. And then how he also presents the hot dog is in like the most like militaristic like like uh, like how you would like. Well, there's really no surfaces around him either. Yeah, how you would present arms. Yeah, there's nothing really around him. And it's just really out of nowhere. Uh, like, he didn't, like, you could have even at least expected him to go into the, the little, little guardhouse. But no. It seems to imply that the, the guards are having them because the queen likes corgis. Yeah. Could that be a thing that the queen in this, in this dystopian London has mandated that all of her guards must eat hot, Ikea hot dogs because they they look like corgis and that reminds her and that's the one thing that brings her joy anymore? Remember, uh, this po- is, po- possibly. This is 2012 before Kate or Meghan Markle had come into any of their lives. So it was a pretty bleak time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just want to, they're not beef eaters. Um, okay. These are the Queen's Guard. Okay. And it's uh, the uh, bear skin is what uh, they wear on their heads. Oh, okay. What's a beef eater then? A beef eater is um, uh, the uh, Yao Yaoman warders of Her Majesty Royal's Palace and Fortress of the Tower of London. Um, okay. They look a little bit different. They look. Oh yeah, they do. They have the kind of the funny hat. <laughs> no, they all have funny hats. Yeah, yeah, a different type of funny hat. It's a completely different type of funny hat. Um, it's more like smaller. It doesn't have like the fur to it at all or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's still a funny hat. It definitely kind of looks like culty though. Like what now, you would 
But you'd assume the stonemasons to be. But we're getting off topic. From I'm way off topic. So I'm kind of thinking though that we should have known that this wasn't a beef eater who was eating the hot dog because this is around 2012, which I think is when they had the horse meat scandal in IKEA hot dogs around that time. So uh, we really should be calling those Queens guards horse eaters. Wow. Wow. Yeah, uh, you never know. Um, I'm just looking up. That was 2013, February of 2013. Oh, so this was pre- Just uh, right before that. This was like, we we need to get the horses out. No, so let's let's push it. The hot dog that was, maybe though, because this is also pre-Summer Olympics, we're looking at some of the dressage failures that we're getting into the the IKEA hot dogs. (laughs) But no, as I said, maybe that's the thing, is they... They pushed the hot dog so much. Like, they had all these horses that died, and then they just pushed the hot dog so much. Uh, and that this was their way of getting rid of the horse meat. Now, I think we're being unfair here. <laughs> just because they had horse meat once doesn't mean all those hot dogs were made out of horse meat. Obviously, they found it once. Now, if they were made out of corgi, it wouldn't even be false advertising. They could have gone to some of those shelters, rounded up some corgis, Done. Queen's Jubilee. Everyone's happy. That's a real Cruella type uh, thing. <laughs> yep. Yep. 101 Corgis. Doesn't have quite the same ring. No, it doesn't. But anyways, uh, I guess we'll leave you guys out with that. And um, yeah, do you have any final words to say? I just want to say to everyone who's listening out there, and if I really, if I can convey one message my entire life, Want, like If I can really convince you of anything, then I'll die happy. Don't shit in front of your teenage daughter. No. Good night, everyone. Yeah, don't. And smoke weed every day. <laughs> smoke weed every day. <laughs>